Everybody, this is Ask Dr. Gans, the podcast. Stress, everybody's got it, everybody feels it, but what do you do with it? How can you get it handled so you can be your best, do your best, and most importantly, feel your best in all areas of your life? Well, that's what we're all about here at Ask Dr. Gans, the podcast. I'm your host, Bryn Griffiths, along with registered psychologist, Dr. Gans Ferentz. How are you doing today? I am wonderful today, Brent. How are you doing? I'm doing great. You know what? We, awesome. We've we uh, talked about this since we did our reboot uh, mm-hmm. last week. And one of the things we have to start talking about is COVID yeah. and how it's changed the way we have to look at things. And I, do you feel comfortable with the term the new normal? Or do you think that that's a kind of, a, kind of a bit of a cop out for right now? No, 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 no. I, I, I am very comfortable with the new normal. Um, you know, I was, uh, several years ago, I was watching um, one of these one of these uh, biography shows, and there's this dude on there. And he was talking about he's a survival guy. He was like, you teach people how to survive if they get lost in the wilderness or if they were in a plane crash or whatever, right? And he says, you know, one of the problems that uh, one of the things that people do that gets them in trouble is they um, wait to be rescued or they figure, you know, um, and it's only, only a matter of time, somebody's going to find me or, do, you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they kind of hold their breath. He says the way you survive, if you're caught in the wilderness or if you're in a plane crash, this is your new home is what he says. <laughs> this is your new home. Figure out how to live there, right? And if somebody comes and rescues you, awesome, but you figure out how to live in your new home. And when you do that, then, you know, even if you choose to try to walk your way out or to find your way out or whatever, you're doing so as an adventure and you're doing it as a, as a, a, you know, walking from your home. So the mindset on that is really important. So when we talk about the new normal, that's exactly what we need to be doing because we don't know how long this is going to last. And if we're holding our breath thinking, okay, it's going to be another week. Okay, maybe it's going to be next week. Okay, maybe it's going to be next week, right? And it's just, it's too hard. One, you're constantly disappointed. Two, you don't plan, right? You don't do anything. You don't set yourself up for success. You don't see how you can take advantage of what this is. And, you know, you're always thinking that the current situation is a bad situation. It's it's fully negative. And that is not a good um, headspace to be in to survive anything uh, like what we're dealing with right now. I stumbled on a movie a few weeks ago called The Edge. And it was filmed, Mm. it was filmed mostly in Alberta up here in Canada, and uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins and Alec Guinness is in it, and they're in a plane crash. And I do recall the Sir Anthony Hopkins character, after they all were able to shake off the plane crash, and the you know, you're stunned there for a little while, Uh and the majority of the group just wanted to wait to be found. And exactly what you just said, and uh, the Hopkins character basically said, no, we've got to get moving. We can't uh-huh. stay here. We we've got it. We've got to find a way to to make it work. So uh-huh. now we've got all these people, and we're all and it, you know it's amazing when you think that 
what we're going through is exactly what somebody in Thailand's going through, or I know what somebody in uh, Wales is going through, uh-huh. or it's 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 global. And uh-huh. so I guess the question is, is that how do we make it work? How how do we? I mean, I where do you even start with this thing? Well, I, I think yeah. For me, I, I really have been working on myself and also like my clients, my friends, my family. We have to understand what it is. So, so in a, in a way, we have never been through something like this as a as a, as a total world population before, right? right? We've been through world wars and different things like that, but even the world wars they were not fully world, right? You know what I mean? Like they, we say world wars, but they weren't for the whole world, right? There were still pieces of the world where there was safety and stuff. So um, we have to recognize that this is this is different because in most cases that, in most things that we've been through, most of us alive today, we can always look somewhere and see normal, right? See what we're used to, right? Yeah. Um, if something's happening in here, we can go look at the States or we can look at the next province or we can look you know, in Africa, or we can look in Asia or whatever, we can look somewhere and see that something's normal there. Or in most cases, something's happening somewhere else. And I said, wow, glad it's not happening here. You know what I mean? And so there's always a place where we can look to, to ground. Right now, there's not such a place. Okay. Um, There's, there's just the fact that this is just a weird, weird time. There's a ton of uncertainty. Um, And we don't know how long it's going to last. We don't know what the effects are going to be. We don't know. There's a lot we don't know. Okay, and one of the most difficult things for humans to have to manage, one of the most stressful situations that we can be in, is to not know when there is uncertainty. Okay, so we have to understand that that the, the stress we're feeling is normal and it's understandable. Okay, this is also a weird type of thing to go through because as we feel stressed and as we feel whatever. We can talk on FaceTime. We can watch Netflix. We can, you know, go outside and go for a walk. We have our family around us. We don't necessarily, most of us don't have bombs falling on our heads or people trying to kill us or anything like that, right? So in this weird way, we're going through this thing that is creating all this uncertainty, can be deadly, and we have a bunch of the creature comforts. We can get food delivered, and you know what I mean? So on one hand, it is it is quite disturbing to our nervous system and to us and on the other hand it's kind of convenient it's like okay well hey i guess i guess i get to see that movie i didn't get to watch you know last month or i get to read these books or or whatever and so it, it has both effects and i think it's important for all of us to be aware that if you're feeling out of sorts if things aren't feeling normal to you it's okay understandable don't beat yourself up because that's happening and at the same time we can also be thankful that we do have as much food as we need. We have heat. We have modern conveniences where we can stay in contact with people even if we can't physically be around them, right? So both things are true at the same time. And so it's, it's, a, it's a weird, very different way of dealing with life that we have to adapt to right now. It's really hard to believe, too, that when this thing started to get rolling, Toilet paper was the big thing. And, <laughs> and we obviously went through a tough week or two with that. But mm-hmm. does that say so much about people and how they approach and panic over certain things? Yeah. Yeah, it does. And, and it's interesting because that has nothing to do with any of the symptoms. No. It's not a gastrointestinal thing. It's not, do you know what I mean? But it's, it, it, it's a great example. It's a great example of uh, 
of a of a man made uh, just basically our paranoia getting out of control and it feeding on itself. Oh no, what if we run out of toilet paper? Oh my goodness, let's go get some toilet paper. Oh no, there's a run on the toilet paper. We need to get more toilet paper, right? And it's, it's a self perpetuating, self created thing that we that we went through with that. Um, but it's also it's also kind of understandable that people are trying to do whatever they think they need to do to be safe, but also to create some sense of control back into their lives, right? Because this is what has been taken from us um, with this whole pandemic is a sense of control and a sense of certainty. And, and that urge to have control is normal and it's healthy. And you can actually start to satisfy that in healthy, normal ways, like going to bed at a regular time, establishing a routine for yourself in the day. Um, there's, there's a lot, lot of benefit to um, being, having an altruistic type of project, right? So you know what? While I'm home, I'm going to call three seniors a day, right? Uh, I knew a person, and she gave me permission to talk about this. She makes these, like, handmade, like, cards like greeting cards and stuff like that and you know i know that the viewers can't see it but this is what it looks like it's wow. like this guy's really innate and ornate and they got stuff and she got stuff in there and so she made this for me and she said you know my goal during this time is i'm going to make and mail out old school mail not email old school snail mail three of these cards a week because they're going to brighten somebody's day do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I know people who go for the walks and they, they social distance, they do all the right, right stuff, but they go and they say, you know, as I go for my walks, I'm going to go a different route every day. I'm going to pick up garbage along the way and clean up, clean up the, the, the landscape. Right. Um, I know other people who are delivering stuff to seniors or I, actually one of my friend is friends or he is actually calling seniors and just chatting with them because they're shut in, they're not getting stuff. And, and these types of activities give us purpose, help us have a sense of control, even though there's a lot of stuff that's out of control right now, but then also do something good, give us, helps us to feel good about ourselves. And this is, this is the, I guess, the opportunity in chaos right now. This is Ask Dr. Gans, the podcast. We're talking about stress and now COVID-19. You can check us out online at askdrgans.com. That's doctor. That's D-R. That's right. Social media. It, <laughs> see, here's the thing for me. I can find positive stuff because I surround myself with positive people generally mm -hmm. on social media. But the negativity on there, mm. well, the, the, the run on toilet paper, I'm, I'm convinced was completely done by social media negativity. But... How do you see social media helping or really making this situation worse than it than it is? So social media is an interesting phenomenon, right? I mean, never in our history as humans have we been able to share ideas and communicate so quickly and so freely, right? Um, so in a sense, it is uh, it can be a neutral tool in a sense. The problem is that uh, a lot of the algorithms that they use for social media to, to kind of like help you see new stuff or, you know, suggest things to you. Um, I, I don't believe they intended it to be this way, but the way it is, is if I like something on the left, I'm going to get more stuff on the left. If I, then I get more stuff on the left. If I like something on the right, I get more and more stuff that's right leaning. If I like, you know, um, scary stuff, I'm going to get more and more scary stuff. Not, not just more in terms of volume, 
but the quality of it is more scary, right? And so it, it, it's a, it's, it, it kind of pushes us to the extremes when we go down the rabbit hole, especially the ones that are just like suggested, right? Yeah. So it, it can be a very good thing in terms of kind of keeping in touch, knowing what's happening, seeing the grandkids or whatever, right? But we have to be very, very careful that we use the technology versus being used by the technology. So if you find that, you know, even subtly you're being sent down a certain path and your views are either become more negative or more extreme or whatever, you, you may need to just like, just for fun, just for your own well-being and for balance, look at something on the other side. So if you're one of these folks that, oh man, this is not a real thing and whatever, and you're getting more and more stuff, understand that what you're seeing is not what everybody else is seeing. It's, it's like every single person has their own sort of media outlet now, right? Because the media is so geared to whatever you want to see. It just gives you more and more of that. So just for fun, just for balance, look at somebody that has a different view than you. Look for stuff that is very different than what you would normally think of just to see what else is out there. And it actually helps to kind of help to balance the, the algorithms that are feeding you stuff anyway. But I would say generally though, Bren, I, I think generally we have to be much more deliberate and conscious about what we consume in terms of information. We need to know that um, it's like the old programmers you say, junk in, junk out, right? If you yeah. put junk in, you get junk out. So we want to put good stuff into our brains. We want to make sure we're seeing stuff that's enlightening, uplifting, happy, brings people together. We don't need to be, you know, um, tribalizing right now. We need to be building bridges instead of bunkers. Obviously, uh, you're listening to Ask Dr. Gans, the podcast. We talk about stress. Also, you can check us out on Facebook, too. Just check out Ask Dr. Gans, DR. That's Ask Dr. Gans. Sports has kind of uh, reappeared on the uh, mm-hmm. horizon with uh, Major League Baseball, the NBA, the National Hockey League. We're in one of the hub cities. And I don't know, uh, I don't know how much it, it really helps people, but it seems like it's been giving people a bit of an outlet. An I, oppor- I agree. A, an opportunity to just release some uh, – I think positive, fun emotion, even when your team is booted out in the first round. But nonetheless, <laughs> I I, uh, I hear people who are negative about all this about sports coming back. But for me, I think it's a wonderful diversion. I, I'm assuming you look at the view same way. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I was I was a little concerned, honestly, uh, at the beginning uh, for two reasons. One was um, could we do it safely? Right? Um, is this is this could we do it safely, or are we sending the message that? you know, this is more important than actually, you know, staying physically safe, right? So they, they definitely handled that. I'm, 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 I'm amazed, not even surprised, I'm amazed at how good of a job they're able to do, but they're right on top of it and, and lots of resources, lots of positive mindset around what they're doing. So I love that. I was also a little bit concerned that it would be um, a bit of a distraction. I mean, it, 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 a negative distraction. I'm glad it's a positive distraction because I do think we need something else to look at, something else to focus on other than, you know, COVID or what's going to come and get us or whatever. And, and also the social unrest that's happening right now, right? right? We have a lot of stuff happening with, and we'll probably do a podcast on this, but the whole stuff with Black Lives Matter and police uh, actions and different things like that. Um, 
so I was really concerned that it would distract from some of the potential positive changes we could do with society. But I've been very, very happy that a lot of the sports leagues, I would say all of them that I've seen, have really stepped in and said, listen, we have a social responsibility here. We want to make sure that we're not just playing sports. I mean, sports are awesome. They give you, they bring, they, they can bring us together. We cheer for the same team. We, you know, commiserate with each other when our team is booted out in the first round. Um, you know, <laughs> um, so all, all that stuff is, is good. But then we also have a platform and we should, we should share things with people to help them have better lives and create a better society for all of us. And I'm really happy that that's what, what a lot of these leagues, um, so far all of these I've seen, have been doing with their platforms. Well, the COVID topic is not one we're just going to cover off in 22 minutes on a podcast here. By the way, don't forget also to check out our Twitter. Here's the handle. It is Ask Dr. Gans. It's DR instead of the actual doctor. So that's our Twitter handle. Uh, the You know, we've got a lot of our uh, followers and people who are tuning into our podcast who are living in the U.S. Mm-hmm. The difference between how Canada has handled things in the U.S., I don't know if we want to go down that political uh, perspective or not, but it's it's really difficult for people in Canada to fully understand what's going on in the U.S. And conversely, you've got a lot of friends down in the U.S. and and so do I. And it's really a, it's it's a difficult situation, is it not? Yeah, yeah, it's it's really hard. I mean, one of the things like I, like I was saying, it, uncertainty and things when things are not clear. Uh, it, it, it raises stress. Um, if you've ever been in a relationship where somebody's not communicating well with you, either they're not communicating at all or they're giving double messages or they can't nail them down on stuff, it, it's, it's, it's hell. It's its own special form of hell, right? And, you know, there, there are a couple things going on. We, ha- we have it to some extent here in Canada too in terms of, you know, our, our system is a little different. We've got, you know, 10 provinces and, you know, instead of 50 states, um, our population is literally 10% of that of the United States. There's, you know, we're, we're spread across a huge landmass. So being able to get away and be, be separate is much easier generally. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there are a lot of differences, even though the cultures can be similar and we speak the same language sort sort kind of, sort of, sort of. Hey. Yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, but yeah, it, it can be, it can be very stressful. And so, you know, I really feel for the folks, uh, my, my fa- folks down in the States because there is so much more going on. Right. They have a lot more happening right now. And, and I think the, the biggest thing I would say is have compassion for yourself, but also have compassion for your neighbor during times of stress whether they're economic stress or a physical threat in terms of like a, a, a virus that no one can see or, you know, a war or whatever, there is the natural tendency to want to tribalize, want to pull in with your people, what, what, however you would define that, and, and vilify everybody else, right? That is, even though it's understandable, it is not the right course of action, right? It is, it is actually counterproductive. Um, it's one of those things. What's what's the saying? Uh, high tide floats all boats, right? Yeah. When we can make things good for everybody, everybody benefits. When things are safe for everybody, 
everybody is safe, right? Martin Luther King Jr. said that um, injustice anywhere is injustice everywhere. And, you know, that goes for when we're dealing with medical stuff. We need to make sure that if, if there are, if there's a need for whatever, some sort of support or finances or, you know, equipment or whatever in a certain area, that that area gets it because it's, it's only a matter of time that if you don't give it to that area, it's coming to my area, right? Yeah. Um, if we don't, if we don't deal with stuff like, you know, Ebola is a great example of this, right? Ebola, you know, really flared up in Africa. And at the time, everybody jumped right on it. There was all sorts of attention. There was all sorts of um, aid and everything given to that, that, that area. And it was contained. And, um, you know, I think they had maybe maybe two cases or something like that come over to North America here, right? But it was contained. It didn't get out. Same thing with SARS before that. I mean, got out a little further with SARS, but the same thing was contained. Um, so, you know, eventually we we're going to hopefully as a, as a society figure out if we can make sure that the stuff that's happening over there, wherever that is, you know, in that other community, whatever it is, that's also, that's also stuff we need to pay attention here in our community and do what we can to help those folks. Because if we, the, the more we can help those folks, the less we need to help our own folks on that same issue because it will be contained there and maybe not get over to where we are. We're tight for time, but I, I have to bring this one up. Mm-hmm. It just seems I'm finding more and more people are viewing this and many other things with conspiracy theories. There's a lot uh, mm-hmm. of people that are negative naysayers, and there's, for me, I wear a mask everywhere I go publicly. But not for me, I'm wearing it to right. protect other people. That's how I view masks. Right. But there's other people that just view it as a monstrous conspiracy theory, and that it doesn't exist out there. What? I don't even know where to go with that one. <laughs> well, okay. So listen, I'm not going to. I'm not going to pull up all the data on masks and stuff like that. Right. Right. Although there's lots of data that says, you know, you know, your chance of getting COVID if somebody's in the space you're in, and you're not wearing a mask. Right. Um, pretty high, like probably 80 something percent. Right. One person having a mask on either, either you or the other person cuts down to like 60 or 50%. If two people have a mask on the chance of transmission is something like 13%. Right. So it's like really low. It's like, it's like, it really, really does work. But here's the thing, okay? Let's say I'm wrong. Let's say let's say that wearing a mask doesn't make sense, right? Um, what is the risk that you have by wearing a mask if it doesn't work? What is the risk? Yeah, a well, little bit of in- inconvenience. Yes. You know what I mean? You get to look like, you know, you're on Halloween. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, there's really not that much of risk. Let's flip it around. What's the risk if you're wrong, Right. What's the risk if the mask does work? What's, what's, what, is, what is the risk if there is something out there that we need to be aware of? Well, that's deadly, right? The, 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 the outcomes of that, that's, that's much, much greater. So I think we really need to think about it logically. And whether you believe it or don't believe it or whatever, just risk it out. Um, it's too, you know, you would, you would feel fine walking across a beam that's on the floor but you would not feel fine walking across the same beam that's on, you know, a 12-story building. What's the difference? It's the same beam. Well, the risk is different, right? If something goes wrong, <laughs> the consequences are much more dire. And so this is what we have to be aware of right now is we have to look at that 
and and you know and and educate ourselves we need to be generally the whole world all of us we need to be more scientifically literate we need to really be aware of what the science is saying and just just how science works generally so that we are more um more equipped to make good decisions for ourselves going forward. Man, we're going to have lots of stuff to talk about through the fall. There's no questioning that. That's all the time we have for today. And by the way, we love to get your feedback, so drop us a line. Our our mission is to help as many people as possible, so please share this with at least one other person. I know you appreciate that. That's one of the things you've taught, you've taught me to do is to, is to constantly be communicating with people. And let's also not forget to check out our free resources either, especially our free giveaways. If you haven't done so, check us out online at askdrgans.com. That's Dr. Dr. And that's uh, askdrgans.com. And uh, like I said, we're going to have lots of things to talk about. It's great to be back with you, and uh, thanks Absolutely. for your time today. And we yeah. will talk to you next time. Like I said, so much stuff to talk about. And we're going to get to as much of it as we possibly can. Have yourself a good one.